In this episode and a few to follow, we will be looking at Joseph, you know, the one who dreamed and his brothers did not like his dreams. Well, we know that Joseph had the dreams, but he didn't really know all of the details. So in the next few episodes, we will be looking at his road to destiny. Come on in and let's see what we can discover about Joseph as well as those things we can apply to our own lives. Are you ready? Let's go. Today, we're going to take a look at Joseph, Joseph of the Old Testament, uh, Jacob's son. Now, many of you are already familiar with Joseph because you know about the dreams he had and you know about the difficulty that he had as a result of his dreams. And um, and so many people use his, his story or his dreams as a theme, you know, to not give up on your dreams. And also, um, they teach about dream killers. And I can see how they see that because of what's transpiring in the text between Joseph and his brothers. Well, you know, imagine, just think about this for a second. And I hope none of you are going through this, but can you imagine being hated by your siblings. I mean, so much so that they can't say a kind word to you at all. They actually hate you. That was Joseph's experience daily with his brothers. Now, I mean, I've, I'm not, I wasn't there, right? But I, I would say that Joseph probably contributed a little bit to their um, attitude towards him, as well as the dad. Let's go into this and let's look at it and let's see what themes that we will find in this particular uh, story about Joseph. So in the 37th chapter of Genesis, we find the account of Jacob's family line. Joseph, he was 17. He was 10 the flocks with his brothers. Now these are the brothers of um, his concubine, or, or I shouldn't say concubines, I should say his wife's handmaiden. So these were his half brothers. And so, so Joseph would often go and report to Jacob, their father, the bad things that his brothers were doing. Now, number one, you know, that's not going to win you a popularity contest if you are the tattletale of the family. <laughs> but anyway, that's what Joseph did. Now, the Bible tells us very clearly and plainly in verse number three of chapter 37 that Jacob loved Joseph more than any of his other children. Yeah, that's what it says. It, so Jacob favored or showed favoritism to his uh, son, Joseph. Now, the reason he did this, the Bible says, is because Joseph had been born to him in his old age. And one of the things the Bible does not mention, but if you know the history with Jacob, then you know that Jacob loved himself some Rachel. This man worked 
seven years for her and then didn't get her, but then was willing to work another seven years for her, okay? So this is her child. There was definitely love. He had a love for Rachel that just, you know, was just like unexplainable. You know, he was committed to this love. So he he makes a special gift for Joseph. He makes a beautiful robe. Some translations say it was a coat of many colors. Now he gave this robe to Joseph, Jacob did, but he didn't give you know this type of robe or special robe to his other sons. I'm not saying he didn't give them any robes, but baby, this one was one that was so special. Verse four says, when his brothers saw that their father loved him more than any of them. Now see, they see this. They see this because they can see his actions. They can see the father's actions towards Joseph because they weren't receiving this same action. The Bible says they hated him and they could not speak a kind word to him. Come on, come on, some of y'all. Y'all, let's think about this here. Now, this is your brother, and your brother is in community with you. You know, y'all are living together, and if the brother says to you, hello, and they go, what you speaking to me for? Oh, why, why even got to say something? They could, they couldn't even say a kind word to him. And that's because that his dad, their dad showed him favor. And he always took back, or he took back, I shouldn't say always, but he took a bad report back to his father about his half brothers. Now we're talking about Joseph and we want to see some traits or some things that we can relate to our lives as we go through this story. Okay. So one day Joseph has a dream and he has this dream and he told it to his brothers. And the Bible says he hated them all the more. Why did he hate them all the more? It's because of the content of the dream. Now, I don't know at this point if Joseph knew the interpretation or meaning of the dream, but it would uh, seem that he did. Um, it could be, you know, because of their disdain and dislike for him. It did not matter what Joseph said to them. They were not going to like him. Well, this dream involved the brothers one day bowing down to him. Or, or it, you know, it doesn't say one day, but in the dream, it gives indication that they bowed down to him. Now, in verse number eight, you will find his brother saying to him, do you intend to reign over us? Another way is it put, it is put is, so you think you're going to be our king? Hmm. Do you actually think you're going to reign over us? Now, if Joseph had the dream, my question is, why did he have to tell it to his brothers and particularly to people he knows they can't stand him. They don't like him at all. Okay, so let's pin that. So here's a point that sometimes you can have, you know, information or knowledge uh, that's relative to yourself or it's something, you know, about your life that if 
You tell it to the wrong people. You know, people that you don't, you know that don't like you. You know that people that don't wish well for you. Like, why do you do it? The point is don't do it, right? Don't do it. Just keep it. Ponder it in your heart. Ask God to show you whom to share the vision with instead of just sharing it to people that's just close to you just because they're your family doesn't mean that they wish you the best uh it could be someone in your circle that's hanging around you smiling with you in front of you baby but stabbing you behind you so you really must get clarity from god about whom to share visions dreams hopes desires with so they hated him all the more and they hated him because of the dream and what he had said now, I don't, I don't know what he said. I don't know what Joseph's uh, demeanor was. I don't know if Joseph um, had like this pride associated with, um, with telling them, you know, or this braggadocious nature of him. I don't know. I don't know because I wasn't there, but I can, you know, kind of try to guess or imagine. Let's go down to verse number nine. And verse number nine, Joseph has another dream and he uh, tells this dream to his brothers. And he tells them that this time the moon and the 11 stars were bowing down to me. Now, Joseph went and told this to his father as well. But see, then his father, Jacob, rebuked him. He scolded him for it. And he says, what kind of dream is that? Will your mother and I and your brothers actually come and bow to the ground before you? Now, they didn't realize, if you're familiar with Joseph's story, that this actually happens. This was a, a prophetic dream. But at the time, they really didn't know that. And... Um, so here again, Joseph has told his dream. It makes his brothers even more jealous. And when we talk about jealous or jealousy, what are we talking about, right? So to be jealous is to be hostile, is to be hostile towards a rival or one believed to enjoy an advantage. So when we look at Joseph, Joseph to his brothers seemed to enjoy an advantage. They considered him a rival. So they had this hostility towards him and they were really amped up in their jealousy towards him now because he's had now two dreams. And so sometimes most of, most of us know that if we have recurring dreams or the same dream, that there's really a message in that and that we really need to pay attention to it. So, you know, it was solidified. Now, whether Joseph, again, understood the implications of the dream, I do not know. But I will say that I believe that Joseph knew or believed that one day his family would be bowing down to him. He just didn't know all of the details. But his dad, when he heard this, he wondered what the dreams meant. You know, this is son. he loved him, right? But he wondered about it. So when we have dreams or hear about them, let's pray about it. Let's ask God to give us revelation on these dreams. So let's go, let's keep right on going because I want to talk about Joseph and his brothers and this relationship that he had with them and what we can learn from him. So his brothers, they had gone and they had... Uh, taken the father's flocks to graze in a field near Shechem. 
And so Israel, this is Jacob, he calls to Joseph and tells him that he's going to send him to where his brothers are. Now, I, you know, I have to put a question there. My, you know, I, I, I wonder, did Jacob know that the brothers despised Joseph? I mean, you would think, you know, being in the same house, right? He would know that they didn't get along. And so why is it that he was sending Jacob to them? Oh, well, you know, God has a plan for everything, right? So things have to get in alignment and in order for them to uh, bring about the result that God wants. So, you know, Joseph, okay, agreed to go. And uh, Jacob told him to see if everything was well with the brothers. Now this is in verse 14 of this 37th chapter of Genesis. And he wanted him to tell him how things were going with the flocks as well and to bring that word back to him. He wanted a report. Now, Joseph was going to bring him a report, whether it was good or bad. He was going to tell his dad exactly um, what was happening. So he went off and eventually he finds his brothers, or at least he knows where they are. Now, when, if you go down to verse 17, you will see that Joseph he goes to look for his brothers and he finds them, but they saw him in the distance. Y'all got to pay attention to this. They saw him in the distance. And before he could reach them, they plotted to kill him. Look, look what they say. They say, here comes that dreamer. That's in verse number 19. This is what they're saying to each other. Remember, they have hatred for their brothers. They, I mean, for their brother. They hate him. That's an emotion that really needs to get in check. It's a, it's a feeling. It's an attitude. It's all of that. I mean, they hated him uh, with great compassion to the point that they wanted to harm him. They were jealous. They hated him. They didn't want to talk to him. They couldn't say a nice or kind word to him. And now they are at the point of planning, plotting to kill him. So look at the plan that they devised. Then verse number 20, they said, come on, let's kill him and throw him into one of these cisterns and say that a ferocious animal devoured him. Then we'll see what comes of his dream. So this is where people feel that if they kill you, then the, you know, whatever dream or aspirations are also killed. The difference is for me is that if it's God-given, if it's a God plan, you can't kill it because <laughs> it's going to continue in some way, right? But they didn't know that. We have the privilege of studying the word. And so what we need to do is learn these lessons that we see in the word so that we can apply them also in our lives. So look at this. They said, we'll see what comes of his dreams then. So they had this plot and they had this plan. But then the older brother, Reuben, when he heard this, you know, he, he was like, nah, y'all, we, can, we can't kill the boy. Let's, let's don't kill him. Let's just throw him, you know, 
uh, into the cistern in this wilderness, but let's don't harm him. Let's don't put a hand on him. Now, Reuben really wanted to rescue his brother from them and then just take him back to the father. You know, he was really looking for uh, some approval from his dad. Well, that's a whole nother thing. The thing, you know, we try to do to get approval, approval from our parents or from uh, people that we love, you know. Now, this was a good thing. He didn't want to take his brother's life, uh, but his motive, it seems, was more than just saving Joseph's life. But anyway, I don't want to talk about that. Let's keep right on going. So in verse 23, I know Joseph did not expect what was coming to him. You know, their level of disdain and hatred for their brother had grown immensely. So when Joseph came to his brothers, it doesn't even see he could say a word, doesn't even seem like he could say a word. They stripped him of his robe. Now, y'all know that's the first thing they wanted to get rid of, the visible evidence of the father's love towards them, towards him. You know, I, there's this expression, I don't know if it was T.D. Jakes or somebody said, favor ain't fair. You know, and it's not, <laughs> it's not fair. It wasn't Joseph's fault that he had this garment. His daddy gave it to him, right? But his brothers just could not contain their disdain for the fact that he had been given such, excuse me, a beautiful robe. So that's the first thing they wanted to get rid of. And they got rid of that robe he was wearing. They took it off of him. Then they threw him into this cistern. Now, the thing about this is this cistern was empty. I don't know how deep it was. It didn't have any water in it, but apparently he couldn't climb out of it. Um, it must have been a little deep. I should have looked that up somewhere. But anyway, it didn't have any water. So, you know, when he was thrown into it, he kind of hurt himself a little bit. I mean, it hurt when he got thrown in it. Now, look. Verse number 25 is so amazing. They have done this thing to their brother without any feelings of remorse or guilt or sorrow. Or, you know, they didn't say, oh, shoot, let's go get the boy out of the thing. They didn't have any of that. The Bible says in verse 25, they sat down to eat their meal. They have committed this crime against their brother and now they're sitting at the table to eat. And as they are eating, they look up and they see that a caravan of Ishmaelites are, were coming their way and they were on their way to Egypt. Now that's important. See, that's mentioned in the Bible. What Joseph nor his brothers knew is that at some point they needed to get to Egypt. So God already had in mind to get somebody to Egypt that would help his people. I'm telling you, God has someone already ahead of us to help us when we get to the need that we're going to need. I'm telling you that y'all believe it. Now the road there may not always be easy for that uh, person or any of us, but I'm telling you, God's plan will always prevail. So look, Judah, this is one of the brothers. He said to the other brothers, hey, y'all look, well, what are we going to gain if we kill our brother and cover up his blood? What are we going to do? What are we going to do? You know, what, what, what will benefit? What benefit will come to us? No, let's don't do that. So instead of hurting him, let's sell him to those Ishmaelite traders. 
After all, he is our brother, our own flesh and blood. Can you get that? They are now saying, well, we'll just sell him. After all, he is our brother. They can acknowledge the fact that they are of the same bloodline. And so the brothers agreed and they sold Joseph for 20 pieces of silver and he was taken to Egypt. So Reuben comes back and Reuben is upset because, you know, he's not there. He's not in the cistern. Um, So the brothers then come up with another plan. They decided to take Joseph's beautiful robe and uh, douse it or drown it rather in goat's blood. They dipped it. I should say dipped it into goat's blood. They, you know, they slaughtered a goat, a young goat, and then they put it in the blood. And then they took this robe back to their father and said, we found this, examine it to see whether it is your son's robe. Not Joseph's robe, not our brother's robe. They didn't come back, you know, saying, dad, dad, look, look what we found. We found this robe. It looks like Joseph's robe. Look like he's been torn to pieces. No, they didn't do anything that they came with this bogus story and evidence which is false showing their father uh, so that he would declare that his son was more than likely deceased look at it in verse 33 he said it is my son's robe he knew his handmanship he knew that he had made this robe he said some ferocious animal has devoured him joseph has surely been torn to pieces Then Jacob tore his robe, put on a sackcloth and mourned for his son many days. This tore Joseph, I mean, Jacob apart. It tore him apart. It hurt his heart. Remember, this was his favored son born in his old age to the wife he really did love that he desired and wanted. And even though all of his sons and daughters came to comfort him, he refused refused to be comforted. He said that he was going to mourn for his son till he himself was in the grave. And that's what Jacob did. He cried, he cried, he cried. Meanwhile, Joseph was sold in Egypt. He sold now second time, and this time to Potiphar, one of Pharaoh's officials. So what do we see? Cause we're going to pick, we're going to pick that up too. We're going to pick that up in the next episode. But what do we see here? We see that, you know, there's all kinds of drama and mess that can arise in families. And as parents, parents have the responsibility of not making their children provoked to wrath or to anger. And uh, this, in this particular case, it appears that Jacob did that not unintentionally. I'm sure he did not intend to cause, you know, this backlash and this divide between these brothers. Um, he didn't. He just loved Joseph. But we've got to be careful that we have, you know, what would appear to be equal distrib- is distribution of love. 
right? I was talking to my mom about this. And my mom said, you know, what would it look like for her, you know, to go shopping and buy one item for uh, one kid and there are 10 or 11 left? you know, and they get nothing. Even though they may not say anything, they can definitely feel it. And that's what happened with Joseph's brothers, that they could feel um, the hurt. They desired their father's love. They probably observed the closeness between Joseph and uh, Jacob and desired to have that, to go on those one-on-one walks, to have the privilege of their dad's ear. So we, you know, that's one thing that we need to be careful of. We also need to guard that when we are the favored one, to not just, you know, wait that in the other spaces, not to parade it around, you know, not to go around bragging and boasting about your position with your father. You should not do that. Even your relationship with God, you know, don't, don't go around bragging that you are God's favorite. God loves all of his children. It may show up different ways because of the level of our relationship, but it shouldn't, you know, we shouldn't go around bragging about certain things or uh, favor that we may receive. Let's just give God the glory and love, 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 love. And then lastly, for this particular one, what I'll think, what I see rather is being mindful of, you know, our feelings too. It's like, don't allow jealous feelings to lead us to hatred and to also lead us ultimately into deception, right? And this is what we see in this particular passage um, where the brothers really hated him. They were jealous of him, first of all. So they didn't really talk well to him. They couldn't say anything nice to him because they were jealous. And then when he had the dreams, then they really hated him. And they hated him all the more when he had the second dream. They hated him so much that then they uh, plotted to kill him. And then they said they would lie to cover up the crime that they committed without even thinking what effect it may have on their dad. And even after seeing their father's display of discomfort and hurt, they continued the story. They didn't even stop it right there and just say, no, we sold him to the Midianites. You know, they let their father go on thinking for many years that their son, that his son was deceased. So, yeah, we we've got to, um, you know, just look at this uh, Joseph story and the relationship that he had with his brothers and be mindful of our relationship with our siblings and even with our parents and other relatives. Let's examine and get rid of any uh, jealousy and hatred that we may have towards others, especially in our bloodline, because we don't want those things to lead us into criminal activity, okay? Now, like I said, God had a plan and he needed to get Joseph to Egypt, but that's something else we'll discuss later. All right. Father, thank you so much for your word and your story of Joseph that's been included in this Bible that will help us, Father, to learn lessons about how we treat our children 
and how we as siblings treat one another. We pray today, Father, that your love prevail in all that we do. We bless you and we love you. All right. Listen, this has been your daily dose. Remember, a daily dose of God's word is good for the soul. Be blessed. Thank you.